Hi, this is Drew Ryan with American Majority, and in my last podcast, Microtargeting 101, I talked about the first component of what I feel is a three-step process for candidates to take at the grassroots level that will help them win elections. The components that I talk about in this three-podcast series are components that I have seen work and work well at the national level. If you are running for a state level or local office, if you plug these components into your campaign, you will be light years ahead of your opponents. These principles work, and the smaller universe in which they are applied, the more powerful they are. With micro-targeting, the goal is to find out who your voters are, what motivates them, how you can message to them, and how you can mobilize them. In this podcast, Precinct Work 101, I want to lay out a plan for you that is an effective way for you to hardwire your precincts well in advance of the election season. So let's start from scratch. The first step in precinct work is figuring out which precincts you absolutely have to win or the candidate you are working for needs to win in the seat that you are running for. So how big is this universe? Two precincts, five precincts, ten or more? The next step is figuring out the historical voting data of each one of these precincts, all of which can be found online at your Secretary of State's or County Clerk's website or even your County Board of Elections. And as you do that, Keep in mind what year you are running. Is it an off-year election? Is it a presidential year? Are you running in a primary? All of these factors play a part in the numbers you are looking for, especially as you calculate what it will take for you to win. Once you have found the election results for the precincts in the seat you are running for, I would suggest taking the last two off-year election results, both general and primary, the last two presidential election year results, both general and primary, and if you are running in a primary, the last two primary election results, and find the averages of those years. Again, all of these can be found online over the few quick phone calls. When you have run down all these numbers, do not mix them. Off-year election results should be added together and divided. The same is true for presidential years. Why, you ask? Well, off-year numbers are always lower, and presidential years give you a glimpse of the potential votes in each precinct, whether it's a primary or a general, as those election years always have the highest turnouts. In the end, you want as accurate a number as you can find to base your calculations on. The second step in precinct work is mapping out your precincts. Spend a little bit of money. Find a map of the seat you are running for that has precinct lines and numbers on it. Have it laminated. Buy some dry erase markers, then take your election result numbers and begin filling in the maps. As a general rule of thumb, in every race I've ever worked, I break precincts out in this pattern. 70-30s are precincts that are broken in the neighborhood of 70% for the solid conservatives in the past. 60-40s are the precincts that are broken close to 60% for the solid conservatives in the past. And the 50-50s are the deal makers or the deal breakers. Once you have figured this pattern out, Write those numbers on your map so that you can instantly look and think, this is a 70-30, or that is a 50-50. Do you want to color code them? That's fine. Maybe rank them with number ones being the 70-30s and 50-50s being number threes. In the end, you want to be able to look at the map and know exactly where you stand. Obviously, every precinct you work will not break down as neatly as the numbers I described above. It is up to you. Do you want to put 65-35s in the 70-30 category? and the 6337s and the 6040s? What you do is up to you, but you want to establish a pattern because here is why. You are going to take those numbers and begin to work your precincts in two ways, which I will discuss in a little bit.
The third step in precinct work is identifying who your precinct captains are and where you will need them. I am not talking party precinct captains that have been appointed or elected through the party system. I am talking your precinct captains that know you, work for you, and come rain or shine will charge up a hill for you. The goal is to have at least one captain and one co-captain per precinct. If you can find a tandem per precinct, these committed team leaders will bring another five or ten others onto their team, and if you have ten people per precinct with a game plan working for you, you are going to increase your chances of winning exponentially. A few thoughts on precinct captains. One, you have to know they are committed to you. Believe me, at the precinct level, there's a lot of turf warfare. You want people who cannot be dissuaded from being on your team. Two, if you cannot find precinct captains, especially in your must-win precincts, then you have to ask yourself two questions. Do I really have the support I need to win if I cannot find one committed person per precinct? And two, if I cannot find precinct captains in certain precincts, what are the other paths that I can take to achieve victory? Now, back to your map. The second piece of information that you're going to put on it is who your precinct captains are, name, email addresses, and phone numbers. So we've gotten our historical election data collected and crunched. We have our precinct captains lined up. Now let's go back to why you broke the precincts down into 70-30s, 60-40s, and 50-50s. You are going to use those numbers for two periods of time that you will work your precincts. The first is what I call persuasion. It is the longer of the two periods and will take you months. You will want to plan on teams of people, possibly each weekend, working your precincts. This is when you are out letting people know who you are and what you stand for. During this period of time, you work the precincts in this way. Your 70-30s, you hit once. You simply want to let the folks who vote for good conservatives know who you are and that you're out there. Hit the 60-40s twice and work the 50-50s three times. You may find that in the end, you can turn some of these 50-50s into 51-49s or 52-48s, and that may be your margin of victory in the end. Like micro-targeting, and the two go hand in glove, phone banking and block walking are part of precinct work. The goal of micro-targeting is to find out who these voters are and what issues motivate them. The goal of precinct work is to reach them, and the best way to do that is face-to-face, -face, either you as a candidate or with trained volunteers. Do you know that someone you really want to reach cares about education? Go talk to them about education and what you're going to do to make the system better. Lock their vote down. Persuade them that you are the best candidate for them. Through micro-targeting, phone banking, and block walking, you're going to have a very good idea of the working universe you are facing. Once you are done with your persuasion work in precincts, it's time to move on to the turning out of the vote work. Here is where you turn the numbers above around. In the turnout the vote period, you will hit your 70-30s three times, your 60-40s twice, and your 50-50s once. The time for persuasion is over during this period. The time to push people to the polls has started. At most, you are looking at just a few weeks in this period, much of which depends on when early voting starts and when election day is. When you know your precincts, you know the voting history of them. Make sure you have precinct captains. And when you have precinct captains, you have to give them goals. I suggest that the best goals start with numbers. And the first number is winning 52% of the vote in their precinct. So this is the fourth step in precinct work. Let's say a precinct you need to win is a 50-50 precinct that has 1,500 registered voters 
in what is a traditional off-year general election turnout number of 35%, which I know is on the high end, by the way. That means traditionally that precinct has 525 voters turnout during the off-year general election. Your goal in that precinct is to win at least 273 votes, or in other words, 52%. This is what I call election math. Again, this is where your micro-targeting work comes in handy. You may already know that 174 of the 273 votes that you need to win are already in your camp. The goal for your precinct captains is then to make sure that the remaining 99 votes that you need are found and locked up. Now, for the fifth step in hardwiring your precincts, an overall game plan. Micro-targeting and precinct work go hand in hand. Just as I said in the micro-targeting podcast, hardwiring your precincts takes months, not days or weeks. But a lot of the precinct work can go hand-in-hand with your micro-targeting work. If you have done your homework with micro-targeting, you will know who the voters are that traditionally vote for candidates like yourself or the candidate that you are working for. Make those voters yours. Again, as I always stress when I'm teaching American Majority Workshops, no matter at what level you are in politics, you must keep good databases. If you've done your micro-targeting work, you can plug the results into your maps and databases. As I mentioned before, the micro-targeting can and likely will reduce the workload of your precinct work simply because you've already identified the three categories of political voters. The people who will always be with you, the fence-sitters, and the ones who will always be against you. Make sure you have the first category nailed down and ready to go, either for early voting or election day. Find a way to reach the second group. Is this by door-to-door work? Targeted pieces of campaign literature being handed to them by you or your volunteers? Or is it by some other means? And simply ignore the final group. You'll never, ever get them to vote for you, so don't waste your time. The sixth and final step in precinct work is going back to your maps. Start filling in your maps with the new numbers. In other words, once you've taken all the proper steps, you should be able to say, in this given precinct, I know, without a doubt, I have 57% of the votes wrapped up. Write that number down on the map. Make it one of your confirmed 60-40 precincts and move on. With this systematic approach to precinct work, you may even have the time to go find votes in places you did not even think of looking, such as the 30-70 or the 40-60 precincts. These are the precincts you'll never, ever win. But maybe you can find your voters in those precincts, and come election day, these voters may count in a big way. So this is Precinct Work 101. It's not rocket science, but it's also not easy work. It takes time. It takes plenty of volunteers. But if done correctly, it's as foolproof a plan for winning in politics as there is. Next time, I will talk about the third component of winning campaigns, actually having a game plan for turning out all of the voters you have found and making sure that come election day, they vote for you.